0: Welcome to Investor's Insights. Our topic today is year-end market relief. Uh, I am joined today by my uh, distinguished colleagues, Bobby Norman and Trey Booth. Uh, Gentlemen, good to have you with me uh, this morning and also as we finish this week to address a question uh, that everyone keeps asking about, and that is, why does this market continue to move up despite what's going on in the economy and with COVID? So with that, Bobby, I thought you started our discussion off great uh, earlier this morning uh, about the uh, relief that we're uh, seeing out of Congress, the stimulus, and also in
1: relation to the market. you want to talk about that? Yeah, Greg. Last night, we got news that President Trump signed the COVID relief bill, uh, and the market was showing some strength this morning on that news, which is great to see. Uh, But a common question that we got last week from clients was why the market didn't react more positively to the news last week when Congress passed the bill. Two reasons for why the market didn't go up quite as much as investors were hoping. The first reason is the market was pricing in a $2 trillion stimulus, so only getting a $900 billion stimulus was somewhat underwhelming. The next reason is that we're in the middle of rebalancing season in investment funds where managers are realigning their positions and taking some money out of their inflated equity positions and putting it into the bond positions uh, to really realign the weightings in their portfolios. And there was actually a report last week that up to $85 billion uh, will be moved from equity positions into bonds uh, for year-end rebalancing. That's a lot of money moving around. Hopefully, the signing of the relief bill will give us the momentum we need and hopefully finish off what's been a unique and a volatile uh, 2020.
0: Oh, there's no doubt about that. And and the other thing is, is that in looking at the market and the economy, Trey, you gave some great insight that complemented what Bobby was saying about the importance of consumer spending, where the consumer is, and how that works in relation to our clients' portfolios in the market, as well as what they're seeing on a day-to-day basis in the economy.
2: Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Greg. The uh, the relief bill is de- is very important for the economy and the consumer. Uh, individually, uh, But it's less impactful on the market. Now, why do we say that? And if you look at since the beginning of the COVID crisis, we saw a spike in consumer savings, largely because people were shut down and had to stay at home. And then also we got stimulus checks early in the early in the crisis relief. And so that actually increased personal income, and increased savings. Since then, we've seen the savings drop. It's still elevated on a historical basis, but it's been dropping quickly. And so this relief bill is huge for the consumer to continue to have free cash flow to possibly save to to potentially spend and to uh, to get the economy going looking into next year. However, that's not as impactful on the market as one would think. It's widely talked about and often quoted on this vlog that the consumer is 70% of the economy. And that is correct. The consumer drives the U.S. economy. However, the U.S. economy is a lot of small businesses. The stock market is mostly big business. If you look at the S&P 500, the consumer facing companies only make up around 19% of the stock market's market cap and only 16% of the stock market's earnings. And so while the consumer is important for small business in the economy, it's not nearly as important for big business in the stock market. That's why you've seen the, the stock market rally. Uh, over the last few months, even though there hasn't been a stimulus, it's because big business is thriving uh, on the on a global scale while small business is hurting. So that's the separation, the dislocation, the stock market and the economy. Now, the economy can't shrink or, or, or you know they, they can't stay dislocated for forever. But over a short periods, you can have these these bifurcated market where the market's going one direction, the economy is going the other, and it's because this difference between what is the stock market and what is the economy. And we've seen that in spades this year as the stock market. Has held up much better than we've seen the economy. So the stimulus, while it's helpful for the stock market, is much more impactful to the individual, the small business, and the economy going in 2021, which hopefully we'll see a turnaround in the in the economy, which will help continue the potential upside on the stock market, which is more impactful to our clients and individuals' savings and portfolios.
0: No, I think that's well said and really helps our viewers connect the dots as to what we're looking at and also gives them some indication of what we may expect in the first quarter of 2021. In addition to that, uh, on Thursday, Bobby's going to talk about some financial insight for year-end planning and going into 2021, uh, let's just say financial New Year's resolutions. And so you want to watch that vlog. And then from the standpoint, next Monday, we will talk about trends that we're seeing in the 2021 year and uh, things that we, we believe you need to keep an eye on. And throughout every week, we're going to provide on social media as well as the research we send out, information and insight. Uh, rest assured, the month of January, we don't think it's going to be dull and the first quarter of 2021 is not going to be dull. But we want to close this week, 2020, and we hope that you have a very happy 2021 year, healthy, healthy, and prosperous, and we'll look forward to keeping you up to date as we start the 2021 year. Take care. Have a great week.